Let's just not even talk about the episode. Let's just go through it and then just watch it like normally and not even like make comments to each other. We can have the sound on. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, ha. Uh-huh. Whoa, that's crazy. Whoa. Wow, Garrett's an idiot. Clark did that? Huh. Huh. Did what? <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. What is... Cried? <laughs> he cried with his buddy Garrett. Yeah, it's like, you know, whoever's listening out there, our fans, or maybe new people, I'm sorry. We're not going to have any fans I, after this episode. I'm so, I'm, this we're is sorry. punishment to all. We're sorry. And to all a good night. <laughs> yeah, we won't even start. We're just like, what's up? It's a bad episode. Bye. Next week. See you next week. God. There's not even a theme. There's not even like a holiday theme. There's not even some high school drama. There's not even a good villain. There's not what even... What do you mean, dude? He's the bomb. <laughs> the, the only thing I would be hoping for, and I'm trying to remember his name, I'll, I'll find it later for sure, is maybe it was the bomb guy from Batman Beyond. But then again, that guy was like a big buff dude, while Garrett is a criny, whiny little bitch. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's such a crybaby. It's unbelievable, actually. How much of a crybaby is, but it's really yeah. Like I said, we're sorry. You know, this truly is another filler episode because there's practically no relevant knowledge except the serum stuff. And I we think get back to the serum. I think we should start lying to people though. This episode is so relevant. You better find out every secret in this episode. That's true. You have to watch it, otherwise you know nothing. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, would you count John's condition as no? I'm not canon. I can't even say it with a straight face. I would skip all this entire episode. <laughs> There's nothing canon about this. In the really episode, is... we'll have to be able to prove this, but I think I can. It's really only the serum thing because we'll talk about that later. It's truly just like one thing, and that's what they do. You know, they do this. I'm they s- put that one little thing in there. It's like, oh, I missed that. Then I wouldn't know what they're talking about later. I guess, even though they automatically say it in the next episode. so They do just say it. That's the other side of it. I don't even think we need the little snippet of what it does or what happens. Also, we could talk about this. You had your theory. Now I'm going to think you were a cheater. And you looked at the cliff notes, and you found out what that serum was. <laughs> and then you then presented it, being like, look, Taylor, I'm right. You're an idiot. I think I was set up. Why would I do that? It sounds like something you would do. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm just going to throw that out there. Look, bro, all I'm saying is it was like a hunch. I mean, you get his blood into the mix, and then all of a sudden there's been a tested new serum that's making people come to life again. Are you kidding me? I'm like at... 50 percent is that just coming out of nowhere bro it's gonna be a coin flip scenario whenever it happens i'll decide then if i give you the credit or not is the serum just coming out of someone's ass (laughs) who knows (laughs) who knows with lionel it was just a good hunch okay i'm such a genius and then again (laughs) who cares (laughs) i was gonna say god i can't believe i had to sit through garrett again Hey, dude, like I said, he doesn't deserve it. We can make it short. Was this guy like an actor in something? And maybe that's why they gave him You want to know episode? why you hate him so much, too? Why do I hate him? X-Men 2. He's Ronnie Drake, Bobby Drake's brother who snitches on He's him. He's the one who calls the cops and who makes... Yeah, I hate him. He's also in Final Destination 2. I but think he's the uh, he's the kid at the dentist. 
He has like the shit, oh. the, the gas, and he has like the fish. He's like choking on the fish or whatever. Yeah. Let's get see? back to Garrett. No, no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> Let's get back to him and how great he is. Oh, yeah, is. but you know what his real name is? It's James Kirk. Really? <laughs> yeah. So he's from Star Trek too? I think his parents were fans of Star Trek. <laughs> That's pretty cool at the same time. I mean, maybe. I'm just saying that as a so joke. So do you think that his parents disowned him whenever they remade Star Trek and then he tried out for James Kirk and he didn't make it? And they gave it to Chris Pine. Do you think then that's when he was disowned? No, I think they just realized that Chris Pine is like 20 times better than that kid, James Kirk. <laughs> but it's not really his name. The kid probably just showed up and was like, yo, I'm perfect for this role because we have the same name. Hey, uh, does he kick the soda machine too <laughs> in real life? Is that what he's going to do? Nobody but complains a lot in Final Destination 2 and in X-Men. By the way, spoiler, he kicked a soda machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you know, we just got to dive right into it because enough. <laughs> we're, we're done. There's no small talk with this one. There's just going to be some minor information you that'll be relevant but other than that enjoy us we're gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna kick it off to a good time we got some beers here we're gonna get wild yeah i'm not getting wild at all okay maybe just me at the somebody save me podcast once again follow us on everything i'm not gonna stop asking yeah no follow everything and if you don't talk shit to me then i don't even know who you are I want to be able to name names in this show. That's right. I want to be able to say, Tay, keep giving me Clark smoking that weed. Keep giving me your own theories about Allison Mack while she's on her way to prison. I'm loving the photos. Ooh. Jamie, keep telling me about how John is a great father. <laughs> I don't know if this is entirely true, but I will give you this. I like him in this one. He's not bad in this He's one not at bad all. in this episode. If anything, he might be the best part of it. He is easily the best part, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. That's why everyone should skip this episode immediately. It's a, it's a nice little switch up for John, and um, yeah. Once again, thanks for listening to us this week on this uh, nice Resurrection episode. I'll tell you what Resurrection means later, okay? Oh, I'm wondering. <laughs> the suspense is killing. <laughs> Alright, man. Let's start that bad boy. Oh, look at this. John basically getting a heart exam. In order to be able to see why exactly did John have this heart attack, what exactly is going on. Yeah, that's true. And then we got this doctor we've seen before. He hasn't been around in a while. I forgot his name. but No, he was from season one more than anything. And yeah. he's actually acknowledged in the end credits as well. I'm trying to remember his name as well, but they don't... It's a random name. Like They don't give it to us. They do, but I just forgot what it's called. No, no, no. They don't give it to us at all. They do. No, no. They just call him doctor. Okay. Scanlon. <laughs> okay, you're making up names. <laughs> Dr. Scanlon. And so he tells John... You have arterial blockage, and uh, I'm going to recommend that you do some surgery because, honestly, you're, like, pretty high risk for a heart attack right now. Triple bypass surgery is what he's going to need to have, obviously, having that surgery. I think he even corrects him and says quadruple bypass. Okay, I don't even think that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) But what we do also see is, obviously, nosy Rosie Clark Kent is eavesdropping with his super hearing. I would definitely do this. 
Okay. Would you not do this? I mean, sure, but it's also in the hospital, so maybe there could be something you don't want to find out about your dad. I'm gay, Doc. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. But, you know, something could be personal that his son shouldn't be hearing. So Maybe so. Yeah, Clark, a little bit crossing the boundaries here for me. But with Clark now overhearing, he is obviously worried. But John is now telling the doctor, I don't know if the operation is going to be safe. Just like me not having the operation wouldn't be safe. I'm now trying to weigh my options of which one is going to be the best decision. But with Clark now overhearing this conversation, he then has a noise in the back of his head of a bang because somebody is kicking the fucking soda machine. <laughs> and Dude, this guy's disturbing the peace. Who do we have, Joseph? Do you want to introduce this kid? Yeah, sure. Uh, his name is Garrett. Um, Shithead? Garrett shithead the bomb whatever you want to call it um and of course it's just weird Smallville does this where they introduce these kids like it's like oh they're been background characters this whole time they all know each other blah 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 which makes sense I mean yeah it's a big school in town I guess but it's like you bring in these random people and they just know each other's lives like Clark is talking to Garrett about his brother that's why he's in the hospital and then Garrett is talking about his dad Clark's dad and it's like I thought your dad was out of the woods what are you still doing here I live here Garrett I have my punch card well, it's right here and that's also what I'm really trying to understand too John hasn't been staying in the hospital right no so he's really probably just had a checkup. And like, for some reason, the whole town knew that he had a heart attack. And then obviously the whole town knows again he's in the hospital. And it just seems so weird that they're trying to insinuate that. Because even Garrett telling him about his brother having that liver disease, like you said, about, oh, you think the soda machine would be nicer to me since I've been here for months. So Garrett has been living in this hospital. We just haven't been able to see him, even though Lana has lived in this hospital with Adam. And now we have Clark visiting the hospital with John. Garrett was kind of pulled out of thin air. Yes, dope. Yeah. They do it with all these characters. They said multiple months. So Garrett has been there for quite a while. And now that, just like you said, Garrett telling Clark, Oh, well, I thought you were in the clear with your dad. Yeah, we all did. Hey, Garrett, let's get emotional. Yeah. Tell me about your brother. He's going to need a new liver. He needs a whole new liver because he doesn't have much time left. And, uh, yeah, so he's yeah, like... Yeah, cool. he'd be upset with me if I wasn't hitting the books and I was here looking after him. Thanks, Garrett, for sharing. Bye. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll I'm already done. But, of course, Garrett asks, what's it looking like for your dad, Clark? And Clark makes his face because oh, cause he just eavesdropped on his dad. He's like, well, he might need surgery. Well, yeah, if your dad's so fucking cool like you talk about, then he should be fine. So he talks about his dad as if he is the ultimate hard ass that could truly have his chest split open. That's right. In order to then have his heart fixed on. I'm not going to lie. John, even though I talk so much crap about him, he would be stubborn enough to probably be awake while they cut open his chest if somebody did something bad to him. Like if Clark pissed him off, 
just wait till I get home. Doctor, are you going to take long? It's like that movie Awake when they're actually awake in the surgery. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't wait to rip him a new one, man. John he was like completely under. So dead. And I'll even give you another scenario. If he knew that Lionel was going to hit on Martha again while he was needing to If he just heard Lionel's voice, bro. He is never dying during that open heart surgery. The mention of his name. I will give them this. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, I like how Clark calls his own dad. You know, I always thought of him as the man of steel. I guess I was wrong. (laughs) He's a pussy. (laughs) Like, where did that... Why say that, Clark? I guess I was wrong. He sucks. Garrett, you wouldn't know. Yeah, do you even have a dad? No, no. just a brother. He doesn't. They don't have parents. And it's like, they're just trying to basically console each other, I guess, here. And I hate Garrett's haircut, man. <laughs> hey, Clark, your dad's going to get that surgery. My brother's going to get that liver. And in a year from now, we're going to be hanging out and we're going to be laughing about this. Garrett, I'm never going to see you outside of this hospital. Garrett, I don't I ever don't, hang out with you, dude. I don't see you ever. Like, I don't even know who you I are. I hang out with three people. This episode teaches you never to talk to people at the hospital because you really don't know who they are. Yeah, especially the bowl cut. Like we're in like 90s or something. <laughs> now we are having an emergency coming on the intercom at the hospital. It's Vince! Vince! No! Cold blue! And now they are charging up. Vince the- is Garrett's brother, by the way. Oh, God. Spoiler. And he looked. <laughs> oh, look here. He's dying on the table like they thought. <laughs> dying on the table and Garrett's like no Vince no they're trying to resuscitate this man and Clark is holding him back Clark just okay I I just have a problem here and I have to pause just real quick I love how how he's not really holding him back it's like get him out of the fucking room if I just (laughs) out of the room if I just meet a guy and this is happening I'm really not going to chase I wasn't going to follow him I'm not going to go I wasn't going to follow him. Why would I be going after him? Not my problem. I don't know you that well. Garrett, I just know your first name. <laughs> I don't think we any of us know your last name. So yeah, We're not supposed to because we just met the person. They're a stranger. Dude. Oh, my God. And, of course, Vince dies. Vince dies right in front of Garrett. And time of death, 2.43 p.m. Doctor calls it. Fun fact about that doctor. He was in the Watchmen movie. He does look familiar, and why he's, does this keep happening? <laughs> and he was, he's actually had some small roles in, like, Flash and things like that, like the shows. But in Watchmen, he's one of the detectives that uh, is investigating the comedian crime scene. Oh. He's one of the, he's one of those guys. Yeah, with the blood drop on the button. Yeah. Yeah. And we that- watch that instead. Three hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would rather do a three-hour <laughs> podcast of The Watchmen instead of having to do that. That podcast would be five hours, bro. <laughs> no, the one rule, we cannot pause. Oh, that's true. That, that would, would be We good. couldn't pause there. Yeah. And so, time of death, 2.43, he's dead. Vince is gone. We have the uh, opening credits happening. And No, no, no. Not before. There is one little tidbit scene that occurs. Oh, sorry. You're right. It's huge. Because it's what sets the intro into motion. And if you even pause it right, right before they send the email, someone's sending an email of the time of death that, oh, body's ready for pickup. If you pause it right, it's to Dr. Tang. And now we are beginning to realize, so this is now one of the dead bodies. This is the Smallville Medical Center that is supplying Dr. Tang with these bodies such as Adam in order to then be able to experiment on is now the connection we're getting here. 
I just hate more than anything. This is stupid. <laughs> no, dude, we had to make the hospital thing relevant because Adam was always in there and then what happened to him and then Dr. Tang came in the mix and she was always at the hospital apparently and then now we have people, employees, sending them bodies. I'm it's all a conspiracy, bro. So now we have to be able to be under the assumption, correct, that Lionel has control over the Smallville Medical Center. Lionel has control over everything. Well, and that's what I'm beginning to discover. I just thought, you know, hospital was off limits. Now I know it's not. Dude, nothing's off limits to this man. Are you kidding me? We've well, seen him in the hospital, too. Well, I know. I guess that's why he was able to bribe the doctors to tell everybody he was blind. They're all working for him in the He's like end. sliding them fives every time he sees them. <laughs> hey, you know the deal. Like, I thought you said 100. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, just take it. Just take it. I'll bring well, the 100 Well, you're later. not blind. <laughs> no, and he's I'm like, blind. oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's yeah, so this episode's going to start off with a banger, I guess, you know. There's no be, banger. It's so much fun. We just have to now be able to say, looks like this episode could be about grave robbing, could be about, you know, hiding bodies. Maybe we're going to get some Dr. Tang new experiments. We're going to get something crazy. Could be bizarro. I hate you. <laughs> right? Dr. Bizarro. Tang. Bizarro. Dr. Tang's a part of it. That's true. Come on. At least give me this. We're trying to hold out hope. You know her ass doesn't deserve to be the creator of Bizarro. I don't mind Dr. Tang because I just have one problem with her and it has nothing to do with her at the same time. It has to do with the people that are threatening her. We'll get to it though. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> I, think you know I can't wait to, I can't wait to talk about that. But now we come out after credits. Still at the hospital. We're still at the hospital. <laughs> Does this count as two visits on his card? We'll find out later. <laughs> no, he was still here. <laughs> Look, James Kirk says right there. <laughs> Anyways. Now that we are getting back to the scene, it's Martha uh. then asking Clark about Garrett because it looks like Garrett is with a woman who... CPS. Is, yes. Child Protective Services because he's a minor and his Vince was his guardian. Martha then asks, does he have any type of family? Clark then answers, he's got an uncle in Germany, but it's going to take him a few days in order to get here. Yeah. And now they're saying that he's going to have to stay in a foster home until his uncle gets there. Martha says, hell no, not on my watch. He's coming home with us. Yeah. And what uh, are we doing? Why are we doing this, Martha? Have we not learned our lesson from everybody else that's been in the town? We shouldn't be inviting people we don't know over to your house. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's a pretty big deal. It's Martha. How many high schoolers have turned into murderers, Joseph? Can you count them on more than one hand? Because if you can, you shouldn't trust anybody. Yeah, but we... I mean, look, think of it. They what? know of this kid's background. He's what? clearly just a minor grieving. His brother just died. What? Martha, the friendly mom. Why wouldn't she offer a place to stay? Because Clark then tries to get out of it. Yeah, Mom, what about Dad, though? Don't worry. I overheard. He needs surgery. Martha then says, of course you did. And now it doesn't matter because he still should have a home to come to. Clark says, fine, I'm going to go talk to Dad. And then he goes and talks to his father. Now we are going to have a very adorable moment. I also thought John was lying in this scene. 
where Clark is then now revealing to John, I overheard everything about the triple bypass surgery. <laughs> You're going to need this. And now Jonathan is revealing to Clark, <laughs> what did we say about eavesdropping, you son of a bitch? <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't even say anything about it. He's like, can you believe they want to get me admitted right away? He's like, so you're going to do it, right? And he's like, Clark, it's not that simple. Cut and dried, son. No, I heard the doctor. It didn't sound like that. Tell me John's not pissed. Tell me John's not pissed. I thought you and I talked about (laughs) eavesdropping. Tell me he's not pissed. If you'd stop trying to protect me, I wouldn't have to. Ooh. And now both men are trying not to cry. Dad. I see Garrett out there, and he lost who was watching over him. I don't want that to be me as well. Come on now. Just please do it. Like, what's... Come on. Like, live forever, pretty much. And John, you'd think he'd be stubborn. But he says, Clark, you know what? Go tell your mom I need help filling out the paperwork. (laughs) I was going to say, I put in my notes here. Clark. I can't read or write. Go tell your mother. That if she remembers in college, she was the TA. <laughs> I wasn't. And no, no, no. she knows how to write. He doesn't know that she was the TA. Remember? No, no, no. no. She told him. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no. You're saying she never told she him? She literally said he still doesn't know that I was actually the TA for that class. I thought that we were able to reveal it. I was giving John the benefit of the doubt. So you're saying he still doesn't know? That's right. Okay. John really doesn't know how to write. So maybe that's why game can't spell his name right. That's right. It's J O N. No, sweetie. It's J O H N. J O O N. He's like John. June. John. <laughs> but yes, it's very strange that he says, Tell your mother to go fill out that paperwork. Yeah. And then Clark is happy. Okay, I will. That's her job. And then they give a nice hug. Very sweet. I did think John was lying, though, and just saying that for Clark to get out of the room. I kind of felt that, too. I I was like, there's no, is he really that? It was too easy. And even when Clark leaves the room, John then acknowledges, don't worry about me, son. I'm not going anywhere. Like with the the loving reassurance and whatnot. Yeah, I just thought he was telling his son that because, haha, he's a high school kid. Because he still makes, he makes these weird faces like afterwards. And it's like, are you lying? Are you not going to get the surgery? You can tell me. Clark's out now. (laughs) Unless he's still fearing that he's going to be able to hear. Yeah, tell me. Tell me and Taylor. Never mind. He's just eavesdropping. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And now we have uh, the body being rolled out um, out of the hospital and it's going, being airlifted. And, of course, we assume this is Vince. They're taking the body now to uh, Tang, wherever that's going. To Dr. Tang. Oh, it's obviously the facility that Adam was at. Mm, That's where where we go. Whatever lab, warehouse. That's true. So, yeah, the, the chopper gets airlifted. Sorry, the body gets airlifted in the chopper. And we go to the Kent house. And now we have Martha setting up the couch for Garrett. And Garrett's, of course... Thanks so much, Mrs. Kent. Can't believe you're doing this. And then Martha's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, Clark, I'm going to go help your dad with some things. And so now we have a uh, weird, uh, awkward We moment. have Smallville Mountain. Is that what we have right now? Because Clark then says, hey. I'm Garrett, a- I'll leave you alone. Yeah, man. I'm going to drop your stuff off here. So I'll be in my barn. Clark, I want you to stay. <laughs> no, I don't want to be alone. <laughs> And now this is where we reveal the background of the family a bit. Thank it's, God. I'm Garrett s- says, <laughs> so happy. you know, my wor- brother works in demolition 
And, you know, it's just crazy. I lose him to a liver disease. And where have we heard liver disease before, Taylor? Um, I believe his name was Adam. Adam. And I believe that he also passed from a liver disease. So it's weird that we're already getting that tie-in. We're two for two now. Yeah. On liver diseases of these dead people now being taken. Does Smallville have, like, something in the water? That they're not wanting to say that then affects the liver Dude, of the they're individual. they're not peeing right. Like, something's happening in this town, no? <laughs> you think it's the kryptonite? pissing blood like, all I'm over just, I'm actually asking, isn't it weird? Because they keep saying this is a rare liver disease. Yeah, dude. And, okay, we have to get into that yeah. later because we're going to talk about that more later. But it's stupid. And, do you, I mean, when they first mentioned Vince with the liver disease, what did you think? Did you already think that was correlated there? Or just kind of brushed by? For me, it brushed by for how much I hate this episode. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to any of those type of details. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Because this is now Garrett, once again, still talking about his family. I wish Garrett... Would, I mean, I wish Vince would just call me, you know, call me runt one more time. Because that would mean it's not real. It's all just a big misunderstanding. Maybe the doctor will call me and say it's a big misunderstanding. <laughs> I miss my brother. <laughs> oh my god. There is then a phone call, however, that then allows Martha to go pick up that phone. And now Clark is then telling Garrett, was there anybody else that we could contact for you, man? Do you have any type of other family? How's he still talking to him while looking at him with that haircut? No, it's just us. And now that's where he reveals the little run story where now I've always hated it, but now I want to hear it. I would do anything to hear him say it again. Clark then looks, and Martha just decides to be the biggest bitch on planet Earth. Let me tell you why, Joseph. Hey, hey Garrett. No, no. Hey, Garrett, guess what? <laughs> hey, just to let you know, they cremated your brother. They want to know where to be able to send your ashes, send his ashes. Here's why she's the biggest bitch I've ever seen in my life. She knows he doesn't have a home. What do you mean what address should they send the ashes to, Martha? You know he doesn't, and that's why he's staying at your house, so he doesn't have to go to the foster home for the night. What do you mean where should they send the ashes? You tell me, Martha! Wow, you took that really I hard. I was like, what, is she throwing shots at this kid? <laughs> That's why she wanted to take it Hey, where should we send it, Garrett? With what? your no home and all. <laughs> Think about that. Dude, yeah. And of course, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> hey, homeless, where should we send something? <laughs> to, the, to the corner of Smallville Street? Downtown, you want it sent to the Talon? That's a public place. Like I the love, library? Martha, sweetest woman alive. Demolition business? Yes. <laughs> Martha usually is the woman, the, the mom. hospital? That was so insensitive. It's cool. But then Garrett. Yes. <laughs> but after my rant. After your rant now. It's well heard, though. Well heard. It's, and it's understood. It's understood for sure. But Garrett responds, really, not even about that. Taylor's mad about that, but not Garrett. Garrett said, ashes? What do you mean, ashes? Why would they burn him? He's supposed to be buried beside my mom and dad. Yeah. And Martha's just like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 And then he looks I at... I just got the call, man. He looks at Clark... 
Clark, we gotta do something. Um. Also, how'd they know that he was staying with... I mean, did CPS take down a number or something? Well, I would imagine Martha had to check him out. Mm, that's true. Maybe he's a minor and he's already having CPS look. Martha for sure had to check him out. True. God, Martha's so Yeah, Martha's evil. just like, uh, I don't know. Sorry. Like, they just... They called me, dude. You want to talk to them? <laughs> I didn't know that was... I'm your... not his brother. I didn't know that was your beliefs. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Sorry. It's like, it's kind of normal for people to be cremated, man. What is it? What is his name? Heim? Their, uh, John's dad's name? Hiram? Hiram. Hiram Kent? This is why I'm bringing this up. Sorry, uh, Garrett. We do ashes here. That's Hiram sitting <laughs> on the damn fireplace. Grandpapa's <laughs> over there, dude. Sorry, Grandpapa's the other guy. Grandpa's we'll call still this Granddad. Yeah, we still play games with him as long as Clark's not there. That's true. All right, so let's get now to the underground lab of the helicopter, then landing, where then we have doctors running and pushing this dead body to a certain room where Dr. Tang is now waiting, saying we have to hurry. They then put the body on the table. She unzips it. We then see Vince now laying there dead. She says, give me the syringe. Pokes it in his chest. Puts the serum inside of him and says, let's see what happens. We literally have like that shot from Reaper. Yes. Remember Reaper? Yeah, that episode. Wow. Yeah, great one. Yeah, so Murdering good. old people. And so literally Dr. Tang's like, welcome back, Vince. Because dude wakes up and he's like freaking out. Hey, you know who else is freaking out? Let's go to the next scene. Okay, cool. <laughs> At the the morgue. This looks like the morgue. And uh, cream uh, crematory. Cream. Is it, or is it creamery? <laughs> the no crematorium. Uh, it's not creamery. No. <laughs> and now we have the morgue doctor or something, just letting Garrett know, like, hey. The body was helicoptered out of here, and it went to this place, I mean, to be. And then Vince signed off on it. That's what the paperwork says. And Garrett's like, I don't believe it. Vince would never do this. He said this right before he died, that he would be buried with our parents. It's what he's always wanted. You're a damn liar. This doctor doesn't get paid for this much. Like, she really is just going off of what she has on the paperwork here. So I think you're yelling at the wrong person, especially when she shows you the paperwork. Look, let me tell you about something that's not sensitive here. Boom. Doctor's like, yeah, maybe you didn't know your brother as much as, as, much as you did or you thought. Maybe you just didn't know him as much as you thought, huh? Yeah, I'm with her. That's not a dick comment there? Nope. That's actually I would literally look at her and be like, what the fuck? I will kill you. Well, that's exactly- You don't know anything! That's what I mean. Garrett actually does do that. And we get crybaby Garrett already, dude. And I'm- Dude, his screaming- Bro. I think I just have like PTSD with it from X-Men 2. Like, I hated him then and I hate him now. He's like, why is he playing these people? Why is he good at this? I hate him. I hate Garrett. And Garrett then goes, I hate him. he cries in that corner where then Clark tells the doctor, sorry, he loses his temper. Let me go over and console. Uh, let me go and console him because he is being a big whiny ass right now. <sighs> Garrett then tells Clark, you know what? He told me everything, Clark, ever since our parents died. Why wouldn't he tell me this? Why? I don't know. I just met you, Garrett, two weeks ago. Yeah, why is Clark going with him everywhere? Just take him, drop him off, wait for it, come out. 
you know what he could do because now that Garrett's an orphan, just drop him off at the fire station. They have, <laughs> they have to take him. Put right? a bow on him <laughs> and a letter taped to his chest. Take me. <laughs> yeah. Saw me. Just check it out. Let's get now to the Luther Mansion. Yeah. Where we have Lex on the phone where he says, um, excuse me, I didn't think that you would be keeping tabs on people that are going to North Korea, but maybe you should be doing a better job. Lex does say the Dr. Tang seems to have gone missing. Chloe now walks yeah, into the Yeah, you like mansion. this new little team up going on here? I don't mind it, especially because Chloe's looking good. <laughs> so That's the only reason? Yeah, um, otherwise... They're both geniuses. This, this episode is, a is so bad, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> It's a walk in the park for them, dude. Look at them. They're just fucking, like, they're just two geniuses, bro. And that's where Chloe does say that's not the only thing Dr. Tang was hiding from us. And that's where then she admits that there was some type of research that was needing to be conducted that was her being able to bring back the dead. Mm -hmm. And that is where Lex is now looking at her going, tell me more. Well... 12 years ago, it was wedding bells. She married a rent-a-cop from Luther Corp because mm -hmm. she was an immigrant from North Korea. That's right. And so she was able to marry somebody at your father's business. Lex now realizes, so my father arranged a green card marriage in order for Dr. Tang to stay in the States. Oh, my God. And now Chloe says... I was able to track that man down. Lex then asks, well, what did our Romeo happen to say? And now she goes on saying, well, it's actually what he's, where he said. Because then he talks about the security guard, how he still works for a facility that is owned by Luther Corp. But it's been shut down. For seven for, years. For seven years. And that is where the confusion now lies, because Lex is then wondering... What? Yeah. Who's it's, behind this? Yeah. And so it's all just trickling down. And I love this information because he's, Chloe's just providing it because she doesn't know what it means. And then Lex is over here like, oh, yeah, this is all making sense now. Like all these clues. And well, he says his dad was being told to sell the property and he never did. Yeah. And Lex never knew why he wouldn't want to sell the property until now. Hmm. And Chloe even then tells Lex, hey, okay, so. Uh, I can get in there. Yeah, we can go check it out. But it. I need you. I need you, Lex. But then Lex is like, no. Yeah, I'm not doing, like, if you're going to get in it. By the way, it's not even him being a dick. No, no, no. It's yeah, not because she's done probably very minor work right now. And he's, and he's stopping it while he's it's ahead. It's yes. like, okay, thank you. Very helpful. But no. Like, you get mixed in this game me and my dad play? No, no. Mm -mm. Chloe, you're on nine years of the torch. I want to see that as ten. Okay. I don't want that to be jeopardized, so guess what? You've done a lot. Likes and Chloe should have hooked up right here, right? Okay. <laughs> no. And that's because she's 17. She would totally lick his bald head. Um, sh He would lick her bald head. She'd probably brand it. <laughs> okay, that's what I mean. <laughs> she would be doing everything. She would be the dominator. That's right. And especially because from what we've seen Lex in the past, he's definitely the submissive type. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bent over for the robbers, bro. <laughs> never forget. I'm, I'm never going to let that go. No, dude. Still worst Lex moment of season one. <sighs> I love it, though. It's such a good moment. And now we go back hey, to... Hey, you want to go to another good moment? 
Yeah, go back to the farm for some more sulking. Um, yeah. Hey, Clark. Really, really sorry. Uh, I lost my shit back there, man. You know, I was just really angry. You know, like my brother's dead. Oh wait, my brother's not dead. Vince. Vince walks in the barn. Hey, little runt. <laughs> oh my god, it's Vince. Dude, it's like it's some weird. You know that typical like movie theme or whatever or just bonding like onward the, the sibling thing yeah like you got the, the worst pixar movie i've ever seen in my life oh you don't have brothers dude it doesn't matter it onward's does. awful well that's i'm not meaning that why'd you mention that because it's a brother movie yeah but it's not like this <laughs> i know that's what you meant about no. it. <laughs> everything ties into a disney movie disney copy smallville how many times do i have to say this joseph <laughs> No, did not. <laughs> All right, Vince is in demolition. Okay. Oh God. But yeah, it's that weird thing where it's like the older brother is like the one who's the man of the house, and he's like looking after the little bro like it's his son type thing, and he's just macho, and it's I don't know, it just pisses me off. And this is where obviously in this scene, because I'm with you, I don't like how this is kind of just the stereotypical movie scene with brothers that haven't seen each other but it's also with garrett he doesn't deserve anything and i get that he's lost his parents so it's very tragic but garrett for some reason is still not handling loss well where i feel like he should have learned from his brother and his brother seems like the individual that taught him to be your own man Mm-hmm. That eventually you're going to have to grow up because shit's going to happen. That's what Vince does sound like here. To your point, he's supposed to be that macho guy. Garrett learned absolutely nothing. Garrett decided to go the opposite route of his brother and be like, yeah, I'm doing what he wants. No. Everything that your brother has told you and acted like, you have done the opposite. You suck. Wow, way to go really deep into that. Yeah, I hate this episode. Yeah, do you? I don't know. I think you thought about it quite a bit. I had to. (laughs) I have 12 pages of notes from this episode. Why do you have that? Yeah, exactly. I'm the psychopath. You are the psychopath. And don't you love Vince's story? Well, Clark Clark as like He is skeptical as usual. He's like, how is this possible? He's like... Yeah, just woke up, woman doctor was in a lab, and with a needle the size of Kansas was in me. Come on, Runt, let's go. And And then Clark's like, no, we should probably get you to a doctor, because you look like shit. Why does he look like shit? No more doctors, no more labs. We need to lay low for a while. Why do you need to lay low for a while? I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) but... um, Hey, can you tell me where the lab is, Vince? He and he's looks like, like yeah, he uh, escaped from the lab. Yes. He yeah. looks like Wolverine when he woke up. I wish they would have shown that scene. Otherwise, it would have made sense. Because right now, you know what I'm thinking? He didn't escape. And this was like another Adam situation. There's no deleted scene. And they were really trying to, since they saw Clark getting close to Garrett in the hospital, apparently, they probably were like, all right, let's get Vince. Let's bring him back. Let's see what Garrett really knows about Clark. That's my only thought. Well, it could be. I, I think, yeah, I would think that. Because I, I just don't think he really did escape. But that's where Clark does ask, like you said, well, where did you wake up? Where's that lab? He said also, he said somewhere in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. How did he get here, bro? I don't know. Maybe. And he's dirty. 
Yeah, he wouldn't have been able so to run. So did he walk? He wouldn't have been able to run that fast. And But yeah, so he's trying to answer. He's like, uh, yeah, somewhere in Metropolis. Uh, uh, and then look what happens. He starts bleeding from his eyes. And oh, he falls over. He's convulsing. Vince, no! Vince, what's what? happening to him, Clark? How the fuck do I know, Garrett? <laughs> and I love Clark's right No, I let it play right here. You gotta let it play, dude. Come on, because he's like, Vince, no! Vince starts turning yellow, bleeding from the eyes more, holding his stomach. And Clark's just looking like, what the fuck is happening here? And Garrett's over here yelling at him. What's happening to me, Clark? I know you know. Come on! Clark's like, dude. I just met him. Dude, I, he, I told him he needed to go to the hospital. He needed to go to the doctor. He's like, Vince, I was right, dude. I was right, bro. Told you. No more doctors, my ass. Actually, I know Clark kind of looked at Garrett and Vince like, are you guys high? I'm sober right yeah. now compared to you two idiots. Yeah, he's like, I need to get high, man. Too much this stuff's happening. This is too much today. This is too much today. So much grief, and it's like surgery talk, and I just need a f- I just need that jerk, man. Give me that jerk. Give me the bong. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I if I'm Clark, I'm pissed. Like I'm honestly just. Obs- I might go get mad at mom. I would at this point. I'll put it this way. At this point, I'm leaving Garrett and his brother at the hospital, and I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, I've done enough, if, and you just yelled at me, and that wasn't cool. If John wasn't getting prepped for surgery, dude, he wouldn't have it. I, but I, is John in the hospital right now? No, I think he's in the house. I think he's in the house, and Martha's preparing, like, the bag and getting him comfortable and everything. So Yeah, yeah. what, blowing him before he goes to surgery? Because it's probably his last time to be physical ever. Um, also could provide a heart attack moment. Here's the thing about that. Oh, Clark, yeah, we were just messing around in bed. I don't know what happened. He fell over. Clark, have your friends stay over so he can hear us, too. Yeah. <laughs> that old cheer Garrett up. <laughs> this is what parents sound like. Man, it makes me miss my parents. You're lucky, Clark. You're lucky to have this. Yeah, Garrett, I have it every night. <laughs> yeah. Best thing ever. <laughs> now, uh, we take him back to the hospital where he was airlifted from, so Smallville General or whatever. And the doctor's even like, yo, this guy is dead. Why is he back here? He's supposed to be dead. He was pronounced dead. And I don't even know how he's back. Whatever that doctor gave him, it's only keeping him alive for a little bit. He, like, had a rare liver disease. Garrett then walks up to this doctor, his name being Dr. Yeager, says, All right, well, you better hope that he survives, because I'm not going to let him die twice. I don't even know how he's alive he's, again. Yeah, he's like, like what? He's what like, son, I'm sorry. About? Like, I don't, I don't know what they did to keep him. It's like, I'm just as confused as you. I don't know what lab they took him to. Trust me. Like, I don't know. I'm going to try to figure out how to keep your brother alive. He's like, all right, here we go. And Garrett's like, no, don't hold out on me. And it's like, bro, I am going to punch you. I know you keep a stash. (laughs) Like, what is going on with this kid? Where now the doctor's in take him. He says he's going to do the best he can. Clark and now Garrett are looking outside. Garrett, I can't lose him twice, Clark. It's like, they're going to do their best here, man. I don't know what to tell you. He was already pronounced dead, Garrett. What are you expecting at this point? And Garrett even says... Oh, I'm not sure it was smart to bring him back here. It's like, where the fuck would you bring him then? He was bleeding from his eyes, and you looked at me saying, Clark, do something. He turned yellow. He was probably shitting his pants. Yeah, but that could be mono. 
Does that turn you yellow? Yeah, mono could turn you yellow. Ooh. And the only reason why I need this. Because you had mono? No, one of the guys I was friends with, he got mono. And this was actually sad. So your friend, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Well, it was sad because he did a summer job where he worked in a sewage area. And that's how he got it. He looked like Bart Simpson. That's fucking gross. I swear on my life, he looked like Bart Simpson. Kind of hot, too. He was in the hospital for like a month. It was crazy. Craziest thing I've ever seen. And then you started calling him BS, right? No, no. I wanted to kiss him. <laughs> I want to look like Bart That's Simpson, my boy. too. <laughs> hey, cut that all out. No, no, no. We're no, 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 no. Wait, it's probably the theme of this episode, too. Yeah, it's there. yellow. It's, we're on theme, dude. We're on theme. And now we have John getting checked out by kind of a hot nurse. <laughs> That's all you paid attention to. No, but this is actually a nice, sweet moment. I know. We get a nice, sweet Don't moment here. Don't ruin this. Oh, dude, I feel like I'm being prepped for Thanksgiving like I'm a turkey. Clark comes in, tells him, like, yeah, so what's going on, Garrett? And he he tells them, yeah, so this whole thing's happening with Vince. It's crazy. I don't know what to, I should do, but, like, you're in here, so I want to be here. And John's even like, look, honestly, you're not going to do good sitting on the sidelines over here, Clark. Go help him out. Go help him out. He needs you. So if there's any chance you could save, you know, the friend's life, it's not even your friend, go ahead and save it. John is being very reasonable for once, and this is what I do love about the scene, is that he's not even looking at it as a selfish thing. It's more like, I'm having to let go. I'm having to let my son grow up where he is going to have to be able to save other people. He has to make decisions on his own. And this is one of the decisions where I'm in surgery already. If you're able to save others during this moment, then save others. I'm already going to be underneath the hospital. And like, he told him, yeah, he was like, I mean, you're not going to do any good sitting on the sidelines here. Like, yeah. you could wait and sulk, but or you go help someone out. Get your mind off of it, too. You know, Shank I mean? yourself into another game. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he t they have a nice, loving moment. They hold hands. They tell each other, "I love you." And he's like, "Go help your friend." Actually, I got he your doesn't because that's why I do like. He's like, "Dad." He's like, "I know, Clark. I love you too." Yeah. Oh yeah. Such a dad response. I like I said, John is probably the best part of this episode, which is why this episode is so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and Clark leaves. Martha stays with John, and they have a nice moment. But even nicer moment here. Oh no, oh, that's later. That's later. No, 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 no. We still get a nice moment here as Clark now leaves the God Smallville Medical damn Center. It. Because guess who this what pisses me off. This happened just when was this? Um it was last episode, wasn't it? What with Lana then delivering goods? Yeah. No? Two episodes ago. Yeah, maybe with John then having the initial heart attack. Yes. Of him of her showing up. I don't know if she brought goods though. It was Yeah, no uh balloons. Yes, it she was the balloons. balloons that then they cross each other in the hallway. Yeah, but this is her now bringing goods. So come on. No, it's just stupid because he, he right when he's leaving, about to go do something important, he has to be distracted by stupid Lana and her stupid problems. However, Lana doesn't make him stick around. She really does whenever he, he just tried to leave and she said, Is everything all right? Hold on. <sighs> Let them have this moment. <laughs> so I don't want them to have it. They don't need it. They've had enough. Clark says to Lana, my mother's going to appreciate this. I'm not sure if they've eaten much. So thank you, Lana. I have to get going. Lana says, oh my God, is everything okay? Do you know Garrett Davis? Um, No, not really, because nobody knows this fucking kid. Dude, <laughs> that's probably the best moment of this conversation. It's like, wow, we just realized no one actually knows Garrett. Yeah, because Clark barely knew Garrett. Well, in Lana, the only thing she knew was, I heard his brother had a rare liver disease. 
<laughs> Why is that public knowledge? I don't understand. That's the only thing she knew. Why is that the thing you know? Did Chloe just randomly just divulge some information in her sleep? That's all I got. Somehow. They're like sleeping together and Chloe, all she can think about is news stories. Like, oh, Vince, rare liver disease, Garrett. Alana's like, Garrett, Vince, liver disease? So that's who Clark's been hanging out with this whole time. <laughs> so Lana obviously only knew that fact. Clark then says, yeah, it's been getting really serious. He needed a liver. So what you're saying is that in past tense, he never received that liver. And Clark then says, no, he died yesterday. <laughs> Lana's face, she's like... Uh, and then last night he showed up at the barn. He came back into my life. He seemed completely fine until he started bleeding from his eyes. Lana, I've seen this before, Clark. With Adam, I found this obituary that said he died five months ago of a rare liver disease. Oh my Clark God. is now looking to the side. Wait, did you tell anybody about this? Lana, no, no. Why not? <laughs> well, well, he said if I told anyone, then they could be in danger. Where the fuck is Adam now? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him in more than a week. Listen, Vince, he died. Now, Adam, he's wanting to take everything. We're going to get him. Well, I do want to say this. So I was able to find something. That yeah, because he asked if yes. Adam ever took anything. And it happened to be a vial of the clear liquid that Chloe was able to find. Yep. So that is what Lana also was able to see. And now Clark is finally realizing what the hell is going on with this liquid. What is being able to keep somebody alive in this way? Yeah. And dude, and I even think, you know, I'm thinking about it, bro. This man was in physical therapy and whatnot. And he was really just like taking that serum and just f working out like crazy. With Adam being able to be around as long as he has we have now figured out that the serum is the thing that's keeping them alive and adam still being alive from what we know last episode he would have had to have had all of it yeah and that's where whatever the serum comes from we do find out later on in this episode i feel like it's a little far-fetched for me yeah, I mean, he had to at least have immediate access to it, like, all the time. Exactly. And so there had to have been uh, the serum. Because obviously, whenever he had, like, even that little canister, one of those things is one shot. Yeah, and they, and they even show it later. Yes. They have the whole sting, and he just puts it all in the fucking syringe. It's just not making sense to me, but thank God we have Garrett now in the hospital room. No, with thank God. Yeah, thank God. Because this is what I want more of in this episode, is more Garrett. But if it weren't for me, you'd have a better life, Vince. Yeah, him and Vince are like having this just conversation because Vince is basically dying. He looks like Adam did and when he was like pretty much last time we saw him. Yeah. In the chair. That's what he looked like. Looks like he's got scabs all over his body. He looks like he does meth. Mono and scabs. Meth. Okay. Mono and meth. The M&M. Okay, all right. The M&M. I'll take it. <laughs> He's on that M&M lifestyle, dude. And so Garrett's like, you could have had such a better life, Vince. You could have had kids and been with a wife. But you know what I did? I held you back. No, you idiot. You runt. <laughs> yeah, runt. Oh. Fucking dumbass. I'm sorry, I forgot his real nickname. <laughs> yeah, no, no, his real name. <laughs> Not Dion. Reek. Not Theon Reek! 
That's Garrett. That is exactly Not Garrett. Garrett. Runt. He has his balls cut off. Too. I'm Runt. You dress me as such, Vince. Dr. Jaeger then comes in. The Dr. Jaeger. <laughs> I hate how he screams in this episode, dude. It's so fucking stupid. I'm not even going to argue with you because, yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he goes from like. Clock, what's happening to him? It's like zero to 100. It's crazy in a way it's like it's literally like like i'm talking calm and then i'll have a few beers and then i'll start talking louder and louder and louder Mm -hmm. garrett just does the zero to a hundred like i don't know which one i'm talking to yeah or which one i'm gonna get what's your name now you run or you garrett (laughs) which one you are i'm runt (laughs) i'm runt (laughs) yeah your voice is so much better than mine with that Dr. Jaeger taking Garrett outside of the room now from Vince says, okay, we've been down this road before. You need to start saying your goodbyes. Like, think about it. Like, get the things moving. He's like, I'm not saying goodbye to anyone. I'm not going to let him die. And Do you hear me? I'm not going to let him die. <laughs> he does do that. And then he turns around and storms off. And Dr. Jaeger staring there going, I hate my job. He's like, what a dick kid. What an asshole. We now see Garrett just storming down the hall past Martha and John having a very sweet moment. Now let's cut to them where now it's Martha being very concerned. But John then telling her, Martha, you and I know that there is a chance that things could go south out there. John, don't you dare say that. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, Martha, that you and Clark can take good care of each other. But you have to remember our promise. When he's ready, you have to let him go. Dude, and this is so awesome because yes. then this kind of goes back to him and the Jarrell thing when he first asks. And it's like, because this just shows they had that side convo like off the screen. Actually, and that's why I loved it more than anything. I go, it it really makes me love their marriage now because it's like John. They're talking about everything. Yeah, John told Martha everything that yeah. was going on in the head during that. And it had, it had to have been recent too, bro, because... Yes. The heart attack, you know, it scared them. He had to have told her recently. And so he's like, yo, you know, we made this, I made this deal with him because he wasn't ready. And we know that. So when he is, though, you got to let him go. Okay. Because that's the deal. Well, and it seems to be very understandable in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's why Martha and John seem to be kind of just releasing that leash. And now it is, we trust Clark. We're going to allow him to do what he needs to do because we're not allowed to have him. That's we right. made an agreement. So with that agreement means... He belongs to the world, bro. Exactly, and we cannot hold him. But according to Jarrell, he's supposed to rule the world. With his strength. You know what? He should. Yeah, and he now should. let's cut over to the torch. The torch, yes. Clark plays a visit to Chloe wearing... I don't know what that outfit is. It's so early Still 2000s, Still looking dude. good to me with that little purple top pullover. I love that hood. That makes no sense. I'm not sure why you would have it zipped down that much if it was cold outside to be wearing a long sleeve. But now they are going to her computer where they see that one of her contacts has finally responded to her. And it happens to be person at the hospital that accepts the bodies that smallville said they don't were even sending. get me started on her contacts bro you know i've had a problem with this what are you talking about there she knows everyone yeah she- oh here's my guy who books the chopper for the airlift the dead bodies to the hospital type person <laughs> contact but 
what she does find out is that the only two bodies that were delivered were females. females. So we have no males. We got an off-the-book type of flight here. So the only person that knows Clark is that pilot. So why don't you go and talk to him? Cut to the next scene of Clark. Yo, Ben! (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Clark cracks me up, bro. He truly has the best plans ever. I I actually love this scene. Because it just shows that he's still that little kid, but it's also like the, the super powered kid. It's like, oh yeah, I can do what I want type of thing and you really see that this season he's really just like yeah i don't give a shit i can do what i want yeah yeah i'm 17 so what you're a pet i will literally kill you with the palm of my hand (laughs) like i could do that but i'm noble chill (laughs) i'm not going i got morals remember dad taught me well i just want you to. otherwise i could flick your head off of your body I just love that he does walk up to this guy because Ben Powell is the <laughs> pilot of this helicopter who is working on his helicopter while then Clark walks up just screaming his name. Hey, you Ben Powell? And uh, yeah, what's it to you, 17-year-old? Where'd you take that body yesterday, Ben? Um, look, I don't know what kind of game you think this is, man, but come on, I'm an emergency pilot. You left to take a body from Metropolis General. And so now I'm not a lawyer, but you could do some pretty serious jail time for using a medevac helicopter for your own profit. Okay, Clark, what are we doing here? Are we, and now we truly are the sh- true sheriff of the town. <laughs> well, no, no, that's what he, he said. knows every law. Uh, do you not know who I am? I own <laughs> this town. I own you, Ben. Clark Kent, <laughs> CK. Don't make me make my phone calls. And Dude. this is where the pilot actually gets a little bit terrified. What do you want? Take me where you took Vince. Okay, I'm not going to tell you an address. Get in the copter. Yeah. But then again, I would just do it because I can still kill him. Why? Because you've never ridden in a helicopter before. So you <laughs> want to give it a try instead of running because you have super speed and you'd get there a lot faster if you just knew an address. Would he know the address? Why wouldn't he know the address? He I mean, flies what if a helicopter ma- to it, Joseph. Is there different points like what I don't do you know, mean there's different glo- points? like GPS trackers? Give with, him with the longitude and latitude. <laughs> Give him those coordinates. How would he? I mean, he would have to go back to Chloe. We're wasting uh, time, dude. What do you mean we're wasting time? <laughs> no, I'm wasting time with Chloe. He like we're going just with Chloe. Yeah, but then he has to go back. He can He's like send Chloe. Her a text. We've already seen in the Chloe Chronicles, she knows how to follow that pretty damn fast. And if she could figure it out, I bet you Clark could. Also, proving my point, Clark really said, Okay, but I'm going to take a ride in your copter. <laughs> Yo, you flying this, right? Is it working? I saw you working on it. Is it working? Not only am I going to blackmail, I want a ride. Listen, Ben. You're Captain Ben to me now. <laughs> take me on your chopper. So, he's like, it says Metron Pharmaceuticals. That's what we heard earlier. And his, Clark asks, what is this place? Chopper guy. They pay me cash. Don't ask questions. They don't tell me anything. They just tell me locate. Like, just tell me to take it where. And then, boom, we go here. And so he's like, all right, cool. See ya. Clark leaves. Yeah, he really just drops him off in the helicopter. All right, dude, peace. Gets out of the helicopter. And now he's having to search. What he does happen to hear in order to be able to find something is screaming monkeys. Yeah. It turns into Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah. We haven't seen these monkeys be used for anything. Clark's Obviously, <laughs> they're just using human subjects. Yeah. That's true. No, we got to test it on the monkeys first. They're not you wasting know how that serum goes. on the monkeys. No, they're doing it. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. 
Now we're listening. Oh, guess what? Clark uses super hearing to hear through, or like, see if he can hear anyone. He hears through the pipes Lex's voice. And, of course, Lex found Dr. Tang because, of course, he was looking for her earlier with Chloe. How did you get in here? Well, it's owned by Luther Corp, so that tends to open doors, idiot. I literally would have just stopped it and said, it's owned by Luther Corp. I'm sorry, your name is Doctor? I don't think that should be correct, because how else would I get in here, smarty pants? Yeah, where's your PhD, what, in stupidity? Yeah, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we shit on her. Yeah, Dr. Tank, take that! Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. seriously, what Lex does really threat, though, is once again... All right, I'm going to deport you back to North Korea. Unless... Did you not get like some weird like racism from Lex in this episode? Um, completely. Because the first phone call was like, it was just kind of funny, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, your embassy in North Koreans, they know who's getting deported, huh? Wow, okay. And now he's like, yeah, so an immigrant, huh? Come over here. I would hate to make some phone calls. And obviously, if we send you back to North Korea, they're not going to take kindly to you talking to the USA. Damn. And then she says, what are you doing? Lex goes, you know what I see here? I see a little vial that looks very familiar to me. Maybe you know a kid named Adam. And now she starts to get a little bit of freaky face saying, Mm -hmm. oh my God, no. How would you know these things? Let's just say that I know everything. If you don't leave at once, I'm notifying your father. She then reveals who owns that place. Yeah, and of course, he's like, can't you just send me to the principal instead? Like, what? And what's weird is now Lax is then wanting to know exactly what it is that's being done to make this serum. And he calls it like the palate, like the blood because, palate. Yeah, the blood palate. He calls it a blood palate cocktail. Yeah. And he says it's like what blood palates you're using because they were unknown in our research or whatever, what we found. And yeah, I need to know what you're doing here and who's funding your research. Like, you know, obviously he just found that out. But And if you don't tell me, I'm going to send you back on the flight to Pyongyang. Pyongyang. <laughs> yeah. Ching chong bing bong, go back to country. You understand? She is now looking at him, thinking that he means business. Obviously, Clark overhears everything and then decides to run way too fast in order to steal this vial. They're very inconsistent with this. It's so inconsistent. It's, It's weird. When it comes to that and him running to steal that vial, that is way too fast. Like, it literally just showed when, like, we don't see a blur, we don't see lines, anything, any type of movement other than the wind blowing in the room, papers flying. And the other issue I do have with it, maybe he did use the x-ray we did not see, but it's also like, okay, he just knew where to pick up that vial immediately. We don't even get to see him, like, looking around in a way for it. He just knew right away where it was so fast, like you said, wind blew. Well, I think we would assume if he's moving that fast, he's obviously going in there and he's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, let me take that. It's just... It's too quick. And the other thing about this is I believe Lex has a suspicion of who that was, which is also weird to say. It does kind of... It's a weird vibe that's given off. Yeah, because it's like a... Like, it's not an upset. It's not, okay, what the hell happened? What was great about it, though, was that Dr. Tang is the one that said what happened. Lex looked at it like, 
Maybe I did this with my high white blood cell count. Yo, maybe I am superhuman. <laughs> Where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, God, that's what it looked like. It didn't look like he was upset. It's weird, yeah. And dude, I think he kind of does know. I think he kind of does know. It, it's a weird. There vibe was a you get weird of thing that was happening because he just looks at her. And he's like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what did happen, Doctor Tang. You want to go to North Korea? Pyongyang. Yeah, stop. I'll take you to North Korea. Now we are going back to the hospital. We got an episode of Nip Tuck now. We do because this is a full on cut now to John. Yeah, you can chest. see that they're zooming out. But Doctor Scanlon is beginning surgery on John, and they're going in. Surgery has started. And now we have, of course, Martha still hanging at the hospital. God, dude, this is the longest we've been in the hospital, I think, like literally the whole episode. I think they forgot to like have an episode for a season, which is why it's only done at the hospital the entire time. <laughs> they couldn't book all the other backgrounds. Yeah, it was really a last minute thing. And that's why they had to throw this together. And that's why this episode is so lazy with Garrett. Dude, I love Garrett so much. Do you? I hope he's a reoccurring character. Let's uh, <laughs> hope. So- and so Lana's here with Martha, and guess who shows up? Pete, our Pete boy. Shows up. And you, as last we know, him and Clark, I guess, are not doing so well. So they obviously he hasn't been coming around too often. No, no, they made up last episode. Well, yeah, but I'm saying he hasn't been coming around too often because they make it seem like they haven't seen him in a while. Remember, Clark was getting ass in his home, but that, so that he just means gave him props, man. Being friends, they just gave he just gave him props. Yeah. That's it. He deserves the props. God, dude, you think they're just hanging out. I know you want him to be gay for Clark, dude. And that's not what I want at all. In fact, I want to go back to the comic of maybe Pete revealing that he wants some Chloe, but once again, they're never around each other, so that comic was a big lie. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Around the corner as they're saying hi, Dr. Yeager! Where's Dr. Yeager? And now we have... (laughs) Garrett running into the hospital. He looks like that he's wearing a trench coat and that he has a gun in his pocket. And then when Dr. Yeager comes out and says, yeah, what's going on? He then opens his trench coat, revealing a bomb, saying, I'm going to blow everyone to hell. What? Did you see that coming? Because I sure didn't. No. (laughs) I totally forgot about Garrett, to be honest. I thought it was He literally left earlier, and I was like, when he showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot he's here. And then he's like, bomb! I have a bomb! Dr. Yeager! What? It's like, dude. Why are we going this route with this? Why are we doing this? I hate you so much. I hate Garrett so much. I don't know what Garrett is wanting because there's also things that you could do in order to save a family member. This is just not one of them. And I also want to say this. Garrett's brother, the way that he was talking to him was not, oh, you need to save me. It was, hey, man, you need to be able to be your own person. Yeah. It's okay to finally let go of these things. You're always going to be my runt, but I'm not going to always be there. That's what I got with them being able to have that conversation. And now Garrett doesn't go with it and decides to make up his own shit in his own head. Yeah. Thinking that his brother said... I want you to blow the world to hell unless I get a liver. That's right. My brother would want this. He needs the liver. And now, obviously, Martha, Pete, Lana, all scared. They see that there is some type of green glow from this bomb on his chest. Dude, he has a whole bomb on his chest. I would hate this kid so much. 
Well, yeah. I'd be like, what a pussy. It would have been awesome. What is this, John Q? It would have been so great if Pete then looked at Lonnie. Who is this guy? <laughs> I've never seen him before in my life. The fuck is this guy? His name is Garrett. Whoa, wait. His brother Vince. Did <laughs> his brother Vince have liver Yo, failure? the one with the liver disease? Damn, Garrett. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> That's always no I hate Garrett. Let's go the outside of Smallville Medical Center. Oh, yeah. We got the sheriff talking to the real sheriff. And- <laughs> <laughs> now, this is good. Because it's truly like SWAT. All the deputies in Smallville I've seen. This are- is the most I've seen some action, bro. Easily, yes. Easily seen some Sid action. Byron. from That's true. I was, that's probably the most. Oh, wait. Or was the most cops the, also uh, with John being drunk? With them surrounding this truck. Oh, dude, there was a lot. That of cops was there. like ten cops. Yeah, because they know how deadly. But Ethan was, was a piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but Sheriff Adams, she's showing some force here. You know, she got the whole SWAT team here, and uh, they weren't letting Clark over. But Clark uh, gets to Sheriff Adams. Sheriff Adams like, all right, look, yeah, there's a kid in there, and. He's going to blow this place to kingdom come unless his brother gets a transplant. And he's like, God damn it. Is it Garrett Davis? Sheriff Adams is like, you know him. (laughs) He's like staring at him. No, no. Why? She's like, why? And then she she responds, God damn it. You know him. Look, I can help him. He's just a trouble kid. He's sad about his brother. I got a serum. He can help his brother. What? Where did what you is get that, that Mister Kent? It's like I got this. I can make his brother live. What is that? What is this drug? Where'd you get it? I don't know. Don't know what it is. It can do it though. We can prevent everyone from getting hurt. If I was the sheriff, I would not let him in. I would not let him through. You know why? You have to let him in because <laughs> he's the real sheriff. Because he's Clark Kent. That's right. The I, real sheriff. Here's the thing. He's like you know you know there's the sheriff, but he's the marshal. Do you remember how the sheriff has doubted him, like, in every episode? And Clark has been right now <laughs> in every episode. I'm not... With this Sheriff Adams, at least... I'll, I'll put it this way. We can always say Clark has killed a lot of people. Clark has been a villain. Blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to Clark versus Sheriff Adams, of which one of them have been right more than the other, mm. it's been Clark over Adams. And I don't even think it's close because Adams still doesn't believe him. And yet, now we're having, in my opinion, a pissing contest. This is, he doesn't own this town, I own this town. This is what we're having with this back and forth. Maybe so. And now, whenever he tells the sheriff this, she goes, all right, I'm not listening to this anymore. We're done, Mr. Kent. I have actually more important things to focus on. Clark then stops him. Okay, fine. Just get him on the phone, and I'll talk to him. (laughs) Sheriff Adams says, all right, if it will shut you the hell up, I'll do that. We cut inside of the hospital. She can't talk to the marshal like that, dude. It's true. But let's cut inside the hospital, because what do we find out? John Q. It's John Q. It's the movie John Q. Except he has a bomb. All right, you want me to sound petty here? I had to pause it here. Um, I put in my notes. I'm going to sound real bad. Is it about Lana with the old lady? Yep. Dude, (laughs) I don't know what it was, but I go, Did that piss you off? This is some fake-ass bullshit. (laughs) I was so mad. I go, what are you trying to make her out to be? It's so forced. Yes! 
God. And uh, you know Jesse loves this. <laughs> I am so mad at this scene. He's like, look how sweet she is, Taylor. God, I'm so mad about this. And it, t- Dude. When I saw that, I was like, Lana, get back oh, in your yeah. chair, bro. Yes. When I saw that, I was like, Lana, get back in your chair, dude. No one. What do you do? Oh, I'm so sorry. You had to deal with the Garrett bum. You needed a tissue. You had to deal with Garrett bum. Oh, sorry. I have to deal with Garrett bum. I'm so innocent. I would never go out with a serial killer. Like, what if she was like, so are you diabetic? <laughs> Do you need your meds? Do you need your meds? Are you there? Can you hear me? And she's like, who are you? (laughs) Earlier, whenever Lana and Clark were having that conversation, and then she says, yeah, I found that vial, but I just thought he was diabetic. (laughs) I wish she said that. I thought, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually just thought he was on drugs or some type of drug addict and a diabetic, Lana. Don't forget to mention that, okay? God, I love that part. I totally forgot to mention that because, yes, you just sparked that back yes. in me. You thought he was diabetic for first before he was a drug addict. He was bleeding from his eyes. Oh, I thought he was diabetic. He just needed sugar or too much sugar. I don't know. I don't know how diabetes works. He asked for a brownie. <laughs> Look, he, I gave him one of Martha's pies. Get with her. I didn't make it. She did. I am so happy with you that you got just as mad at this scene. I am so happy that you thought the same damn thing. It's just just John Q bootleg bullshit, dude. I'm mad. I love it. I'm mad. And then Pete's over here. Yeah, I know about Garrett now. His family, Martha, his family, Mrs. Kent. They build bombs. They're practically terrorists. Hold on, Joseph. Not just any bombs, though, Martha. They're kryptonite bombs. More bang for their buck. What the hell? Did, okay, so what kryptonite was the, now creates a bigger explosion. And what was you have the, to put that down. And what was the shade on that? Like, why is there shade on that? Why is there shade on that? Oh, uh, like, oh, cool. They they make bombs with explosives. Wait, wait like, no, 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 I understand the shade now. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Because Pete, come on. I mean, he knows what it We're is. We're best right? friends with Clark. We don't like kryptonite. Yeah, kryptonite's evil. I know what it's even called. You know, they use crypt. They use kryptonite. <laughs> More bang for their buck. Is that a power though? That has to be a power with kryptonite. It creates a bigger explosion. Kryptonite dynamite. dynamite? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow, we really did that. That has to be real. Kryptonite dynamite. Fuck. I'm just going to put Garrett. Oh, great. Now we get him. Garrett Vince. You get more of a memory of it. But I yes. like to label him like that. <laughs> but with Ethan whispering that to Martha, we do have Garrett walking up with that remote going, Did you say something, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at y'all. I heard what you said. He walks back. I to got the Vince. button. But yeah, so he's back and forth looking like a terrorizer. This guy's a terrorist. Literally. And so, look, Mrs. Kent, you're a nice woman. I don't want to hurt you. Martha's like, you don't want to do this, Garrett. It's not what your brother would want. I know exactly what my brother wanted. And it was a transplant and to see me graduate high school. I'm going to make sure 
that that happens, even if I'm locked up when I get that diploma. That's not the same thing. Dude. That is not what any brother would ever want. Garrett <laughs> is acting like he's 12. Garrett is a 12-year-old. He's a 12-year-old. Somehow him and Sarah were in the same car crash that resulted in them being in a coma since they were 12 years old. I wish Garrett was in a coma. Maybe Sarah and Garrett should date. No. That would be the ultimate villain team. You're psycho. I'm psycho. Put the monster in. <laughs> put the mon. The monster's already in them, dude. <laughs> I know Sarah put it in. <laughs> oh man, oh, dude. God, no, that's I a terrible Garrett. combo. That's a terrible that's so combo. Good. Yeah, and so now Clark is talking to Garrett on the phone because the phone rang, yes. and Garrett is Clark. Listen, I tracked down the lab they took Vince to, and I grabbed a vial of the medicine they gave me. I'm holding, I'm holding it right now. And let me come inside. Sheriff Adams looking at the yeah, head going, "You better not fuck this up." Yeah. <laughs> damn it, Clark! You better not fuck this up. Why would I believe that you have the vial, Clark? I have been the only one helping you this entire time, yeah, dude. Yeah, I was like, I don't even need to be here. I'm not going to lie. Clark's argument is really solid. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I've literally done nothing but try to help you. He's like, okay, come in, just you. Sheriff Adams, yeah, no, I'm not going to allow that. I will get one of, contest. I'll get one of my deputies to bring it in. It's Clark or no one. You have to let the hostage just go, Garrett. Clark, you uh, tell Sheriff Adams... Let me show you how to do your job. Yeah, I'm the marshal. I say things. They happen. And guess what? Let me prove to you I own this town. <laughs> hey, Garrett, you let the hostages go? You take me instead. And Garrett says, you got yourself a deal, Kent. Sheriff Adams standing there going, you son of a bitch. No, no, no. Because then after when That's he goes I mean. in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Garrett agrees, right? And that's the only way they're going to let him in, of course. So they let him in. Sheriff agrees. Boom. Now we got all the hostages. He's looking at the, all the hostages. He's like, all right, I guess it's going. Now we get a little shot real quick to John. We got mid-surgery. His chest is wide open. That shit looked disgusting. You wouldn't be able to stop at this point, too, if that's actually happening. Because any type of contamination whatsoever if you're truly doing surgery, and that's why no matter what's going on in the hallway, you would have to ignore it if yep. you're the doctor in that situation. Dude, you're yeah, you're mid-surgery. Yeah. You have to follow through. Mm -hmm. At least get him to a stable, stabilized state or something like that. But yeah, sh uh, the hostages are leaving. Can I just say this what? before you go on with this scene? Wouldn't it been cool if somehow we got an ER episode of Smallville? Where there was like this a, is the ER episode a crossover though where then we have maybe George Clooney coming in and working on Jonathan's heart. I hate you heart. so much. That would have been amazing. Is that on WB also? No, it's on NBC. Can't cross swords. Terrible. <laughs> hostages are released. They are released. The hostages are released. Pete and Lana leave. He runs into his mom, and she's like, "Look." uh... He's needed to give him the medicine. I got the medicine to help him. But Martha's like, look, I don't know if you'll be able to stop him. The the bomb's definitely made of kryptonite. I do like that Martha was actually being able to immediately reiterate that to Clark. Because Clark's face was, you tell me this now? <laughs> and then right. he, runs, he was truly worried. He's like, oh, shit, kryptonite. Okay. <laughs> and then it. now Sheriff Adams 
she goes over to one of her deputies like, yeah, um, I don't want this going south. You're going to get your sniper and go up there and get a shot. And if you see a shot, you take it. And I'm like, hell yeah. Once again, though, pissing contest. I'm actually not like hell yeah right now. Oh, I'm hell yeah. No. Like, this is my issue with it. I am not on board because you know Clark owns this town. You are just trying to take advantage and now try to up. You're trying to Mario brother him. And you're just trying to one-up the guy right. instead of being able to trust the situation because guess what? Clark has been doing your job the entire year and you are sick of it. Just admit it, Adams. And in my mind, she has done that by trying to make this a contest. I can, I can, I can get behind that for sure. I can get behind that for sure. And now yeah. we have Clark entering the hospital though. Garrett! Now we have Garrett. We have Garrett. Holding the remote. Holding the remote still. And now he sees Clark. And I love this too. Clark is like meeting him down the hall. He puts the vial down on the ground. He's like, "All right, here I'm gonna walk away now." Garrett's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, uh, Clark's um, like, "Garrett, you have a bomb on your chest. Clark Why would is, I be close to you?" Clark is wonderful. I'm sorry, but I usually will talk smack. Again, this is why this episode everyone should skip. I'm giving compliments to John and Clark. Big red flags across the board. Mm. But with Clark then sliding that vial to what your point is. Dude, why would I be near you right now? You have a bomb. Yeah, you have a bomb strapped to your chest. I'm going to stay as far away as I can from you. But what's very cool about this, get? this is what we get. It's probably the most important part of this episode, if anything, that Garrett looks at the vial, and he has it near his chest, near the meteor rock, and it actually starts boiling back to, like, red. It looks like it goes red again, or it just boils. I, but either no, way... No, 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 no. I... To your point, it changes colors. It does change it colors. It changes okay. colors. So the kryptonite is obviously affecting it, just like it did in... Just look at that. In, it's not yeah, clear. It's yeah. clearly, yeah, red. And, and so, and it goes back to normal after he lifts it back away from his chest, and he gives it to Dr. Jaeger. And why we... I'm saying this, the Blood Bowl, we saw that in Phoenix whenever he did it for Morgan Edge. Yes. Earlier this season. Whenever they were actually testing Clark's blood to make sure it was accurate... That's when the last time we were able to see the blood freak out the way it has inside of this vial. Because they, the, they had gotten the Helen vial. Which is why we have to now talk about this. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to pause it, Joseph, because we're going to dive. Um, first of all, you're a cheater. And you were right. But I'm only going to give it to you about 50%. Like I said, still, what even after watching this episode, I think you knew and you didn't want to tell me. But... I was wrong with any of my theories. You were correct about it being Clark's blood. It was in just an assumption. Whatever. Dude, they take his blood and then all of a sudden there's something that's keeping people alive. He just wants to store Think it. Think about it, bro. He's a collector. That, that doesn't <laughs> make sense. All right. But the other thing I do want to say now, though, and this is what my issue was. Now that we know that it was Clark's blood that's making this type of serum, the blood would have run out now with Adam using it all. No, because remember, you can you can duplicate blood. Like you can actually, if you have a sample of it, you can make a like a bigger amount of it. Okay, but here's also let's get to that then. If you're saying then that it can duplicate the blood itself, or you can make more of it, my other issue with it, why aren't we pushing it? Because it seems like that this does have a time limit. And yet it's still the exact same amount in each and every single vial. It doesn't seem like the vial is getting any different. If it was Clark's blood and you were able to get more, such as duplicating, why wouldn't you put more in it? 
Maybe so. Because when if you put like a shit ton, which is why I'm saying this, if you put a shit ton of Clark's blood in you, would that then heal you forever? Would that then bring you back from the dead forever? No bleeding eyes. Maybe. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like they're only testing certain features of the blood, you know? And that's why it's even the different color and shit. And then also, who knows how it goes? Because remember, who's funding your research, doctor? You know, obviously there's a lot of funding. So I don't know if like there's an infinite amount of money. Probably is, but... It's the Luthers. Yeah. We both know there's infinite amount of money here. Because even Lex, and, a, a last episode or the episode prior, whatever, was being able to ask Dr. Tang, I'll fund all your research, lady. Yeah, baby, I'll fund your research. I'll give you all the dollar bills. Holler. <laughs> Can we just go back to Garrett, dude? Yeah. All right. Here you go. <laughs> all right. So Garrett, he goes in the room with Vince and the Dr. Jaeger. Dr. Jaeger takes out the whole vial into the syringe like we thought about earlier. God damn, that syringe is huge. It's always huge with them because it's also shooting up in their chest. It's, yeah, it's going up in there like bone marrow Jaeger and all. Jaeger wouldn't know where to shoot it up though. And my God, Garrett has to like hover over this man, like put the bomb on his ass. Hey, hey. Like, look how close he is. You He's see like, that trigger? I'm holding it. Yeah, look at that. It's like, what's, how long is it supposed to take? Is it going to work? I Clark's like, dude, I don't know. I don't even know where I was when I got this. Dr. Yeager even tells, hey, um, I told you I didn't know what this was, and you told me to shoot him up with it, and now you're asking why is it not working? I don't know, kid. <laughs> dude, there's no change in his vitals. There's no change. And then it's like, it's not working? You lied to me, Clark. You lied to me, Clark. <laughs> That's it. My brother's getting a liver now. We don't have one, Garrett. Yes, you do. There's someone in the OR. You got a man lying in there. And then Clark's like, that's my dad. I don't have another choice. It's this simple. I hate him. It's this simple. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh, you're talking about kill him. No, oh, yeah, hold on. Let me, let me now get this out here. That's it. So now that Garrett has said that line, I am now, and this is why I can't be the hero, I have heat vision. <laughs> I am now going to burn your fucking skull. That's, because I'm done. We're doing Homelander on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done with that. What did you say? You're going to cut my dad open while he's on open heart surgery? I'm, no. I would speed run and just grab the remote out of his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're done with this Actually, no. I would speed run, grab him with the remote, take him somewhere, very empty, take the remote, and then I strain him over there while I'm a couple miles back. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I also would take him to Low Bridge and drop him off there and say, just another accident. That's the route I'm taking. Put more kryptonite in there. (laughs) That's the route I'm taking because you don't ever say this to me. Yeah, that was like, it went completely out of left field, you know, like when he just drops that. The bomb for one, but then this, I'm like, dude, what the hell? What is going on? I'm going to kill you. Yeah, no, no. You have crossed so many lines. He literally let you stay in his house. Yes. You have no other family member. I felt bad. And now you're wanting me to regret that decision? Once again, this goes back to you don't meet strangers in the hospital. I don't have any other choice, Clyde. You still have a mom. If Vince dies, I'll have no one. I hate that he sounds like this, but it's all true. Dude, he sucks. 
And of course, even the darts, like, there's very low chances he's gonna survive. Just do it now! <laughs> Dr. Yeager goes around and then he starts talking to Clark. Clark, uh, Doctor, you cannot do this. You cannot do this to my father. I know I can't, but what else am I supposed to do right now? Like He's so many crazy. other patients here, he can't blow it up. Like, come on, man. And now we get a glimpse of the sniper in action here. In my notes, I'm immediately saying, kill him, kill him, kill him. Oh, dude. I would have been like, clear shot, I'm taking it. <laughs> Sheriff Adams, you said it, yep. And so now... We have, of course, he's got the window shot. He's seeing them down the hallway. Doctor's ahead. Uh, Garrett's in the middle. And Clark's in the back. And, of course, Garrett's like, I'm sorry, Clark. I really am. And then, boom. Sniper takes the shot, bro. He shoots Garrett right in the chest. I was not expecting that whatsoever. I thought that Clark would always somehow be in the way where then he would never be able to get that clean of a shot. And, dude, now we get to talk about the biggest problem here. Wow, is this like it's honestly, like, dude? This was so awful. They this is another inconsistent thing. No, no, this is not even inconsistent, Joseph. This is overdoing it to such a degree. So we saw how quick he was earlier, right? He, this no is one faster. Saw, this is faster. This is faster. And also, we have kryptonite in play here. It's right near him. We've seen it take effect at longer distances. No, um, we have. Because we've automatically seen where Clark has to put the vial on the ground and back up. We gave Clark that excuse. We saying, had a distance. Well, would that be that far? I mean, is well, that that far? Clark was woozy when he first saw him. And that's why he did start to back up there. So now that we have Garrett being shot in the chest, falling over. Mid-fall, he pressed the button. As a reaction, of course, I think you would probably just squeeze it. It's so weird that if I have heat vision, I'm probably going to burn his hand off so that he lets go of the remote. And then I don't have this problem because I've done this before. Dude, yeah. Yeah. But so now we get to the problem. That's what I'm talking about. All right, it starts, right? So the button hits click and then Clark freaks out and he's like, all right. And now we're in. Apparently, this is dub. This is our first appearance of it. This is what they dub it. Clark time. Where it shows the hue, the aura. This is the first time we actually have technically seen this, apparently. Yeah, it's great. And so now we have Clark grabbing some type of, I assume it's some type of lead blanket or covering or... Radiation cover that they put on you when you go into the x Is that what that is? That's okay. what it is. All right, so they have the x-ray cover thing, the radiation cover. He pressed the button. Let's not anybody forget this. He pressed the button and he takes the bomb off of Garrett's chest, but he managed to put the blanket or the cover on it. Like, why is he not woozy mid-sprint? You mean when he was an inch away? When he had to grab it off of Garrett's chest? And, and he's literally holding it? It's like, dude, very... We're stretching. Where did he put it? He just put it under his arm. No, no, no. Where did he put the bomb? I have no idea. Okay. It, because, yeah, all of a sudden, Clark runs out to some random field. It looks like a little weird crater generator area thing. Completely safe. Like it leads to a sewer or something, maybe? I don't know. But it's like, yeah, we don't know. It drops in there, blows up. Why didn't we just do it in a random field or in a water? Big green explosion. Clark's cool, though. And that's all that matters. Yeah, and he's right there. And there's a little bit of a shake. Doctors then look around while they're doing Jonathan's open heart surgery and say, huh? Little shake, no biggie. Let's get back to work. And there we have it. Um, Bomb exploded. Everyone's safe. Garrett's dead. Thank God. Um, what? 
No, it's cool, man. Don't this, question it. Just ride. This just ride, dude. Is so fast and so awful. Where it's like I mentioned, not even an inconsistency. It's ridiculous. No, dude, it's cool. You didn't even know where to put the bomb. How did you know, like, that area? How would you even be preparing for any of this? And it just comes to the question, too quick. It's always too quick, and I've told you that before. We're talking flash speeds here, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going through time type of speed. This is not normal Yeah, we're probably probably breaching that little barrier. Yeah, exactly. This is type of Wally West speed because he's obviously the fastest flash and the best flash. I mean, if you're really thinking about it, if he's moving that fast, wouldn't he be breaking the sound barrier, and wouldn't people be hearing that? Yeah, and probably cause like some type of kaboom. Or some type of yeah, like pressurized thing. Exactly, like an air that then shoots and then blows the people back, whatever. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. This whole episode had to be filler and them going, oh damn, we need twenty two episodes. We only have twenty one. What do we do? Let's develop Garrett. He's cool. (laughs) He's a great guy. Who's Garrett? He's gone. And now we go back to Metron Pharmaceuticals, our favorite place ever. Looks like crackheads live here. And so now we have Lex walking in with Dr. Tang, and now she's spilling the beans about Lionel's project. It's like, it was barbaric, and we, like, that Lionel just said, just kill Adam Knight, get rid of him. Telling him about Adam, that he was the experiment of Lionel, so she, yes, she is saying They're, it all. Yeah, using the serum, why don't we just keep the kid on the medicine? The platelets are in extremely short supply. So it's like, okay, I get back to your point then. That's like, what I mean, it's... How much did they give Adam? And I, I mean, they only gave him the jar. I, I, I mean, they only gave, uh, sorry, Lionel only got that jar. So it's like, that wasn't that much. I mean, maybe they really diluted it. You know what I mean? He was really there for probably two months, though. With him even recovering in the hospital, had to be another month itself. And that's true. And it was more recent, too, because uh, Lana, just, Lana just broke her leg and ate, shattered. So... He had to take in so many of these vials where there's no way in hell it's all of Clark's blood. It would have had to been a drop per. Maybe so. Once again, why wouldn't we put more if we're really testing something? <sighs> you're, asking, you're asking the right questions here. Dr. Tang is then showing Lex exactly the test subject where Lex then asks... So why are all of these test subjects have a specific liver disease that ends up killing them? Yeah, and then why also are y'all testing only on those people? It's like the liver has the most resilient cells in the body. Dr. Tang then opens up her little prison cell, and she says, It's me, don't worry, beast. And she (laughs) opens it up, and who do we find in there? Adam. Adam Knight is in the cell, obviously being kept alive. And he looks like shit. Actually, you don't even really see his face. No, he looks exactly like Vince, except he is curled over in a corner as if he's just like in a little ball. It seems that he is dying very rapidly. Deteriorating, she says. Hey, either way. And apparently Lionel rushed the serum development. So these are side effects, bad side effects? We've been... The issue with Adam is that he has been here for too long. He's so cool. But but it's not even like he's so... It's just, if you're really testing something, and then you're saying, oh, the side effects, you're saying this, you didn't experiment more with Adam. You just left it there. Yeah. You didn't do more with it. It 
just seems very lazy for scientists. I don't know. Molecular biologists, bro. It seems even very lazy for Lionel. Like, oh, we're just going to do it on this stage. Only on this level. <laughs> we're going to run out soon. Well, why don't we just do something else? No, no, no. Keep it at the same. There has to be some underlying meaning for it, huh? No, there should be further testing. <laughs> And now we go to... A weird fucking scene. Talon. It's the Adam's old room at the top, the loft. And Lana is, of course, scrubbing, cleaning, trying to forget about Adam and her former tenant's whereabouts. Lex is there, checking on her. And he's like, well, he's gone, so that's what's important. It's like, you wouldn't happen to know where he is, would you, Lana? It's like, Lex, why are we asking this? I just want to be able to forget everything that happened. Okay. Okay, once again. All right. I have such a huge problem with Lana in this episode overall with oh, that so old cool. lady incident. And now I have this incident where she's cleaning up the apartment as if she was been beaten in here. And she's trying to scrub off all How does the, she have dirt on her cheek? She's trying to scrub off all the blood that's been left from all the abuse she's obtained. She and got kicked in the stomach, Taylor. She's trying to get rid of those memories. It, this is just... And by the way, I don't even care how this sounds... This is not real from her. This is over-exaggerating so much. Because here's the other problem. You allowed him to live <laughs> up there. I barely know you, but you want my loft? You want to stay there? Yeah, Lana. I want it. Like... I, Just don't ask me questions. I can't feel bad, and even in this scene with Lex, I'm just not getting it. It's just weird because Lex even then looks he's at like her. He's like really fishing for something here. What? I don't know, because he's asking, do you know where Adam is, do you? No. He's like, Lana, is there something you want to tell me? And, and she does look guilty, obviously, and Lex like she's lying. She's like, no, of course not. And Lex is like, all right. Lex looks down as if he knows that she is lying. She then tells Lex, I guess I'm going to have to put all this stuff in a storage, starts packing up all of his books. Lex then walks over to Lana and says, look. Look, Lana. And he grabs her by the cheek and he barely rubs shit off of her cheek. He doesn't rub anything off of her I want you to cheek. know, if you ever feel like talking about Adam, I'm always here. And Lana then shakes her head yes she looks like she's about to cry a little bit as Lex turns around, walks away. She says, Lex, why are you still interested in him anyways? Well, uh, Maya, uh, you came to me and asked if I can get him out of your life. So just making sure that's the case here, Lana. Okay, so if that's the case, why would you then ask me, do I know something? If you just cared about actually protecting me, why would you be asking further questions about him? Well, asking where he is? Like, I don't know. I mean, just trying she, to get... He blatantly looked at her and said, Is there something you're not telling me? Yeah. Have you been beaten in here? It, no. That's <laughs> not... Because that wasn't the look of concern. Oh. This was a look of... Look, dude. Uh, forget Lana, All right, bro. fine. Here. Forget Lana. All right. All right. We don't fine. care about her. We fine. care about John. All right. I do. The real MVP of this episode. Because we go back to sure. the hospital. Another punch card for Clark. And now we have John getting out. Hey, before I go, can you punch us? <laughs> hey, sorry, forgot. <laughs> Bro, they probably got their own parking spot. 
Hey, Clark, it's all right, man. You don't have to help me. I'm good. Employee of the month, Clark Kent. <laughs> the doctor says that the worst is behind me, so we're good to go. Let's get out of here. And has it been a couple days? He's no way he's just out on the next day. He had to be kept from the monitoring, no? I guess. Oh, no. It was probably at least 24 to 48 hours because now Jonathan then looks at Clark and says, Hey, something looks like it's bothering you. What's exactly going on here, son? And this is where Clark then reveals exactly about the serum, what is happening with it. Lionel then has made it so that Clark believes that it is his blood because the way that it reacted inside of the vial was exactly how his blood reacted around kryptonite. Yeah, and it's like, I think, yeah, it's nuts, Lionel, because I heard Lex talking about it at that lab, and Lionel is apparently trying to bring people back to life, but it's like... You know, now that I thought about it, Mom and Dad, if my blood can do all this, shouldn't I just expose myself to the world so that they can help people permanently? Shouldn't I allow them to just drain all of my blood? Yeah, I want them to suck me. Suck me dry so then I can give it to the world, Dad. Isn't that the best? I rule them with my strength. And give them my blood. Son, look. You save my, you save me and your mom every day that you're alive. All right, don't worry about not saving lives. You save lives all the time. Clark, that was the dumbest idea you've ever had. Don't ever say that to me again. Best plan? That's on the top of the list, but I'm pretty sure we've had worse. <laughs> and but John does make it a sweet moment. I do enjoy it because in a way, John honestly tells him. Man, there's bigger fish to fry. You're not some type of test. You're not anything like that. Your time is going to come, but it's for bigger things. Yeah, we'll do that later. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, let's get a 17 year old start draining his blood. Yeah, this isn't like Blade where you're going to be one of the humans that we're just having in one of those containers sucking you dry. Yeah, Yeah, everyone wants that. I love it. Let's go to the town. (sighs) I wish we stayed at the hospital. (laughs) Clark walks in. Sees Lana, talking, catching up. How's your dad? Triple bypass, right? Yeah, my mom actually uh, said you... uh, No, my mom gave him a combat helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's such a soldier. He's my little soldier. Only your dad can survive surgery during a siege. (laughs) I talked to Garrett's uncle. He wanted to know what happened. Oh, yeah? What'd you say? I told him Garrett was a piece of shit. (laughs) Well, I couldn't explain Vance's He literally tried to kill my dad. Tried to take his liver. So I told him, you're a, your nephew sucked. Vince seemed cool, so. I should have said something about Adam sooner, Clark. Okay, to be honest, yeah. I feel so guilty. You thought you could take care of it yourself. Now you realize you couldn't. Yeah, those roundhouse kicks can't teach you anywhere. All right, Lana. It's like, look, I understand, you know, it was really hard keeping it from everyone. <laughs> I understand keeping secrets. Clark! You're now just killing yourself. You are burying yourself a little hole here, setting up Lana to then be able to throw you under the bus. And Lana then throwing you even more bait. Yeah, it's just really hard to keep things from people. It's kind of a relief to tell you. Clark then smiles. Yeah, hey, you know, Lana, you would be able to tell me everything, right? No matter where we stand, I'm always going to be a friend. I'm always going to be here. You can tell me anything. Yeah, Clark, that works both ways. She set him up. He took the bait. He yeah. lost. Yeah, once again. And then I Clark love that. <laughs> Clark looks at her and says, I'm not going to tell you shit. And then he said, he said, she said, 
you know that works both ways. And he's like, hmm, yep. No, he doesn't even <laughs> No, he that. does. What I'm saying it just <laughs> looks like he nods and he's like, you're right. All right. He leaves. <laughs> I'm not listening. He just immediately <laughs> turns around and leaves. And I love this because then he just shits on himself even more. Hey, Clark. So what do you think that serum came from? Like, what do you think was in that serum? And he's like, oh, um, I have no idea. <laughs> By the way, huh, I don't know. He literally's like, oh. He makes it uh, so weird. Dude, she set him up again because she knows when he's lying at this yeah. point. Even Lex knows when he's lying, dude. Lex knows when everyone lies. But still, he's lied to her so much. And look at it. It's like, oh. Wait, he's even like twitching his hand. He's, he's like, like, oh, no. Just lied to her again. <laughs> Yeah, Lana, you can tell me anything, all right? But I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you everything. No, no, no. We don't do that. Great episode. Roll credits. credits. Yeah, we ran credits. <laughs> Everyone's do. like, thank God. I do want to say this, though. No, Taylor, I don't want to do it. Clark is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was so cool in that scene. <laughs> you can tell me anything. But in- It works both ways. <laughs> yeah. <Just> dope. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Why? Cool. Why would he ever set himself up this way? It makes no sense. I truly think, literally, you want to hear my theory? I do. Garrett died. Thank God. <laughs> John lived. Thank God. Well, yeah. Stress is over. He got high again. <laughs> he definitely. Oh, okay. He went back home, probably picked up some things for John. He got high. He was like, damn, I'm about to see my dad. He's going to get out the hospital. Garrett's dead. Told his uncle some bullshit. That's over with. Lana's cool. He for sure doesn't remember this conversation. Yeah, no, no, no. He got his dad. He's like, yo, I was thinking, what if I gave my blood to everyone? What if? Son, don't do that. Do something bigger later. How about that? Okay. Sounds good, dad. Go see Lana. I need a coffee. He probably got high again after he dropped John off. By the way, he didn't even get a coffee. He just wanted to like think again. Why he did he go in there? That he was so great by telling Why did he actually like, go in I there? Did, was he just walking downtown and he just decided to stop by the town? He is so dumb for the way he sets himself up to make him look like a total I guarantee jackass. he's high in those moments, dude. He's high in those moments. He's, Those moments, it's like, because it's unbelievable. We're just like baffled how dumb he is. Joseph, he smiled like he won the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways. Yep. <laughs> he thought he won. Just the fact that as he literally just like smirked, turned around and said nothing was the funniest shit ever. I was like, and then she followed up with a question where he could have opened up. He's like, yeah, I just found this out. It's my blood. And when he and when he's looking at her smiling and he turns around, she's not smiling. No, no, her mouth is wide. When she open even fist. said that, you can t- you know that works both ways. She is completely serious. Like this is bringing up old shit. It's yeah. now lingering feelings that have been there. They're pent up still. We're talking about hey, yeah, uh, you can tell me anything. I'm tired of this shit. His look. You're not my girlfriend, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were my girlfriend, even then, probably not. Because, yeah, he didn't. Worst human being alive. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not a human being. Huh. Worst Kryptonian alive. Maybe. There's probably worse. Zod was worse. No, Zod had his mind right. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. He just was he just very fixated, okay? 
So great. I'm so glad we were able to do this episode. Please skip over this. Please do if not they, listen. If, if they heard that, they hadn't skipped over. No, 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 no. They're no. like, damn it, too late. They bro- <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't they say before? Oh, wait. We did. No, you're going to cut all that out. We cut the beginning part out? <laughs> I'll even keep that part, too, that we cut it out. I hate this episode. I'm done. Bye, Garrett. We'll see you never. <laughs> Catch us next week for episode 16, Crisis. This, again, was Resurrection. Do you know why it was called Resurrection, Taylor? Uh, Because I have to come back from the dead after watching that. Yeah, I'm dead, too. <laughs> All right. Again, follow us on everything. So many Save Me podcasts. We'll be back next week once again. You know how this shit goes, dude. Just be there for it. All right? <laughs>